Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's going on, dirty, dirty? It's D.A. on CBS Sports Radio. D.A., how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Friday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? Well, I feel good, and I'm doing well. That's all that really matters. And on a Target Demo Friday, we have released the Kraken. I shall describe the meme coming up here shortly. That You can let us know where you are and how you are listening. And we will get your feedback and read those coming up later on in the show. We have rescheduled Kevin Brown, one of the voices of the Baltimore Orioles, for today. Was supposed to join us yesterday, but had to move it to today. So we'll talk about one of the best stories in baseball at the midway point, the O's in playoff position, coming up in 20 minutes from now. little college football here. Trent Dilfer had a long interview with On3, the website, and On3 covers... A lot of football recruiting, high school football, college football. And if you didn't know, Trent Dilfer is now a college football head coach. He now coaches UAB, okay? University of Alabama, Birmingham. Now, remember a couple of years ago, they had disbanded the program for financial reasons. And now are back playing Division One football. They've created another version of the football program, and they have moved into the American Athletic Conference. The AAC is losing UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati. So after losing those three, they are adding a swath of the next group of teams. And so that conference now has a bunch of squads, a bunch of programs that weren't previously in it, but still kind of holds along with the Mountain West 
the best group of five, I think, the best group of five college football conference. The AAC, moving forward, okay, is going to have your teams like Tulane, SMU, Navy, East Carolina, Memphis, Tulsa, Temple, and USF, but then added UAB, Florida, Atlantic, and a few others. So they'll battle with the Mountain West for the best group of five conference in America. What Trent Dilfer said was he took this position. He was a high school coach, but said he was no longer getting a lot of fulfillment out of it because he had built it into such a power that they could basically guarantee running the table and going undefeated every year. And that Dilfer's wife said to him, are you going to be happy going 14-0 every single season? Or do you need another mountain to climb? Do you need another challenge? And Dilfer said, I do. He was at Lipscomb Academy in Nashville and said, I need I need something else. He said, I like big mountains. I'm not going to make any bones about it. Where we're going, the term I've been using, this is a powder keg, and I'm here to light that fuse. Dilfer said, it's not a pipe dream to think that you can become the best non-Power 5 team out there at UAB. Now, UAB is located in a wonderful area for college football interest and high school talent. Alabama routinely puts out five-star kids. Most of them go to Alabama or Auburn, but Tennessee poaches from Alabama and plenty of other schools in that area, Florida, LSU. If they've got a five-star kid in Alabama that does not go to Alabama or Auburn, they oftentimes go to one of the other SEC schools. And in Birmingham, which is a good-sized city, UAB and Trent Dilfer feels like we can collect a lot of probably four-star kids or three-star kids that do not go elsewhere, that don't want to leave the city. And if we get one of the kids in this area, a five-star kid, and we are competing in, in the American, we can do some things. What I found interesting about all of this that Dilfer said was, starting next year, we probably have an automatic bid. And what he means by that is if you are the best group of five conference, that winner of that conference goes to the playoff starting next year. With a 12-team expanded playoff, remember, as long as I think that that champion of the American or the Mountain West finishes, what is it, top 15, I think, then they're getting an automatic bid into the college football playoff. And he said, quote, I would argue our conference is probably the best chance to get to a college football playoff when it expands. Now, he says it's an automatic berth. It isn't because, again, if your higher-ranked group of five champion comes from the Mountain West or somewhere else, it would be them. But he said, we don't have to go through Alabama. We don't have to go through Georgia. And that's such an interesting way to frame it, and I think it's a brilliant way to frame it. You can't compete with Clemson for their facilities. You can't compete with Alabama for their Heismans and their national championships. You can't compete with Georgia when kids walk on that campus and see that facility and see the NFL players there. But if you are UAB or any other school, like a Boise State, that are top-tier group of five, 
schools, you can sell it as you want to play in the playoff. You can get here. You can get there here easier. You want to play in the playoff? Look at our road versus if you go. Let's even say Alabama. Now, Alabama is obviously Alabama, but if you were to say to a kid going to Alabama, do you have an easier road winning the SEC West and getting through Georgia in the SEC title game to get to a playoff, which you might not have to do that anymore with a 12-team expanded playoff, but you get the point. Would you rather do that or win the American? You know, you got to beat Memphis to beat the American, to win the American. you got to beat so-and-so, Nevada, to win the Mountain West. Would you like that path? If you want to play in the playoff, we got a slot here. And that does change things because I think with the history of college football, it has become harder and harder to convince young people that are 16, 17, and 18 years old that you should come here for the lineage. You should come here for the history. Instead, I think the selling point is for kids nowadays in in high school football, we can get you to the league. You'll play in big TV games or you'll play in the playoff. Because when Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey say, the bowl games don't matter unless it's a playoff, I ain't playing. Again, it's rendered the playoff as the only thing that really matters. So if you're selling kids on the playoff, the NFL, and TV, if you are at the American or Mountain West or a group of five conference, what you've got to sell is not TV, and it's not NFL. It's, let's go to the playoff. Easier path here. It's an automatic bid. If we win the conference, we're going to the playoff. Boom. Play in this conference. Come play in the American because the American top to bottom has been the best group of five conference. So I think it's a really smart way for Dilfer to play it. Let's see it come. It could come back and blow up in his face if the American doesn't get that group of five qualifier in there. But I think in terms of selling the conference, and it does it tends to change things. And now if you're recruiting a kid today who's going to commit in next year, he's finishing up his senior year in high school, his first year will be with an expanded playoff. So now you're not playing the cards of you'll have one year with a new playoffs format, all four of your years or more with a new playoff format. So let's see how that changes college football because it could change it somewhat dramatically. On Twitter, DA on CBS. We have released the Kraken and Cap has done some masterful work here today. We're talking about Mraz's replacement. He has been promoted to down the hall, the local side of things, on an embargoed radio station for us, in an embargoed city for us. We're not talking about that town, not talking about that station anymore because, well, there's some hurt feelings around here considering that we're just merely a chess piece on the chessboard despite the magic of Badlands Booker burping in Mraz's face and... Pat Boyle's meaty man boobs getting oiled up. I mean, come on, some respect here. So we've got an embargo there, but Mariah's is going to 
move there at the end of the month of July. And so we're thinking about replacements. And I did say, if you'd like to apply and you're a listener, get a hold of me or Mraz. I'm sorry to put Mraz in a, a final 40-yard dash of, of extra work here, but I don't think Pete's the right guy to go to on this because I think Pete doesn't want to deal with this and will let it slip through the cracks. Well, one thing you can count on, if, if it's work, Pete doesn't want to deal with it. So I would say reach out to me or reach out to Mraz to help set up these interviews. And if you're a listener or you know of somebody who knows of somebody that wants to be a producer in radio, I'm all ears. I don't want to I don't want to say no to anybody. I don't want to close any doors here. Okay. Too bad Avery drained that bank account to make Bob's. Now would be the time to get in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not kidding. Because Avery does want a, a he does want a job in radio, but you would have to relocate here and Completely on your own. Completely on your own. You're not going to get any financial we, help around here. You won't even get Jack Stern to help you pick up a couch. And when you're when you're also supporting your girlfriend in Dallas, it might be a tough thing to split the paycheck here. Sure. So Pat really wants the job, he said. Boyle wants the job. And Boyle might be considered by some people in some circles in Vegas as the odds-on favorite. I think it's at, well, I, I don't want to say numbers. No, right? Bovada think, had it. I think Bovada had it, the last thing I saw. Yeah. But Boyle said, look, it, whatever it takes. And Boyle said, I'll become Mraz. And so Cap has whipped up a graphic where Boyle is overweight, <laughs> bald, as we, as we all are admiring his girth. and I wouldn't use the word admiring. Perplexed by. And Pete the Body is staring along with a bandage over one eye and a thermometer hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> As he should. I mean, so again, I don't, I don't know how we don't launch July 24th, even if it's just part of the interview process with Boyle in a bald cap and a pillow under his shirt being Sean. That is so good. <laughs> this is such a good eye patch too. It's like a new trendier eye patch. Seeing Boyle as a new version of Mraz is pretty inspiring to make us believe that the show can go on and still thrive. We assume. We hope. Yeah, but but I mean, that stomach, you can call him Pat Boiler. If Boyle does add on an extra 60 pounds and shaves his head. Which he was on his way to doing. It does not right. feel like we're far away from the show remaining what the show is. And, it, and at least one more Ash woman would like Boyle to be inserted into the family. Is that so? Not true. How did it feel when Nancy oiled up I mean, your pecs? <laughs> Tread lightly, still my mother. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was it was a change of pace from the callousy, <laughs> gritty hands of Gordon in Vancouver. So context matters. Yes. Okay. Had she been the initial hands, it might have been a different experience. Correct. Okay. And she did seem that she was really invested in it. She was trying to do a good job. I think she was put on a show. I think it wasn't about Boyle. I think it was about, you know, look at me. This is my bar. I'm going to have fun. No, it's okay. It's okay to, that it was about me. She Boy wanted she wanted to get a taste. Boyle is a handsome, charismatic, younger man. Mm -hmm. and Charismatic and younger for sure. And if... Who could blame Nancy for being interested in oiling up his naked body? Right. And we also had Gordon, who was open to all possibilities because Boyle is so attractive. All possibilities. Right. 
To Boyle, be fair, Gordon crossed the border, literally. His marital status went out the window. <laughs> and Gordon in Vancouver sent Bob a, a gift. Yes, yesterday Bob opened up, got this big package, came up. What is this? Crown uh, Crown Royal, full bottle with a whole note about thank you for being so welcoming to me. I wow. love you and your whole family. Um, Gordon in Vancouver, I'll, I'll be you know forever grateful. It was unbelievable. Great job by him, and certainly better than the the mug that Neil wrote a paragraph on. Knockout Neil. Yeah, <laughs> he sent you guys a mug. <laughs> he sent the entire I'm sorry collection. There was, there was a, a mug, candle, a candle. Said my action smelt like bleep, not should, like this candle. He should have sent you his paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, we don't know if he made it to work that night. So I don't know if he <laughs> or got paid. has a job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was a performance. I'll say this about Nancy, you know, oiling me up. Temptation lurks in many ways. <laughs> you can call Kevin Brown. <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to call us. <laughs> Quickly, Ty is in Boise, Idaho this morning on the show. Good morning, Ty. What's up, buddy? Right, yeah, I'm on speaker. Hey, uh, just wanted to know if you're going to make the smack off today. Uh, I am not, and I wanted to say that Jim's guys did want to let me know that I'm welcome there. I've done the smack off twice before, and I had to politely decline only because I have been up to my eyes in AJ stuff the other night. We got in the car at 9.15 because we could not settle down AJ. He was crying, crying. He was so fussy and so fitzy and so impossible to, to calm down. And I had to go to bed soon. I mean, I got to get up to get to work. So I said, I'll take him. We'll go in the car for a drive. And my wife said, I'll come with you. We get in the car at 9.15, figure 10 minutes, 15 minutes, back by 9.30, 9.45, I'm in bed. We drove around my town for a full hour he never fell asleep this was 10 o'clock at night so i mean i'm just doing that type of stuff constantly and i'm just like i there's no way i could craft the call that i would want to craft for the respect that i have for the smack off so today's the smack off it's one of the best days of the year it's one of the best things we have at cbs sports radio i highly encourage all the clones to be locked in and da aliens to be locked in because i just love it it's one of the great days but when you do the smack off you have to be totally top-notch. You have to be at your very best. It is the peak performance that you must have, and I, you got to write the script and edit the script, and 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 you've got to prepare, and you've got to practice, and you've got to get your timing down. You have to be at the right spot with a phone that's clear so you don't break up. You, you have to also hear the rest of the smack-offs so that you can reference things that happened before. Like, this is not something you swoop in and just do, and I am... So out to lunch on so many things because of the AJ thing that I'm just like, I can't do it justice. I just can't. I Not what I would want to put into it, I can't do. So I unfortunately had to politely decline, but I love the smack off. It's one of the best things in radio. It's an institution, and I feel very grateful that it's here at CBS Sports Radio because I listened to it forever before that it was here at the same network that I worked at. And you keep DA's name out your mouth. I'm Jim Rome. That's right. When we come back, we'll talk some Orioles baseball, one of the great stories in baseball at the Midway Point. DA, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talented in life. DA on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. Happy Friday, everybody. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. We appreciate you being with us. One of the best stories in Major League Baseball this year has been the Baltimore Orioles, who found themselves with their youth movement paying dividends last year and now have carried it over into this season, and they are one of the more fun teams to watch, a young team figuring it out in front of a wildly excited fan base for the first time in a long time. Orioles fans are feeling it, going out to the ballpark and loving what they see. Right now, this is an Orioles team, 17, 18 game, 17 games over 500, second place in the American League East at 48 and 31, and only trailing the Rays, the best team in baseball in the division. Joining us this morning on the show is the television voice of the Baltimore Orioles, Kevin Brown. KB, good morning. DA, good morning to you from beautiful and thrilling Baltimore, Maryland. We wanted you on yesterday, but we heard that it was a late night for Kevin Kev. Yeah, uh, a little behind the scenes here. Uh, I was supposed to come on the show, and then I decided to forget and sleep. Well, thanks, So Kev. my bad. Thanks. America, Thank I you. sincerely apologize to, to you, to your listeners. I'm surprised uh, you even got a wink of sleep and you weren't completely nervous for this enormous opportunity to come <laughs> on the show yesterday. Well, I didn't sleep last night. Uh-huh. So okay. <laughs> there's that. Um, yeah, we, when you play two games that are marred by about two hours of rain delays each. Um, and then you have an off day after a four hour, 11 inning game. Sometimes you forget you have things to do. Mm. That's right. But I promise I'll be even better today. Okay. Well, the, the O's have been a great story this year in baseball and it starts last year. What was the, the key to last year's success that carried over from the offseason into this year to build upon? Well, the easy answer is Adley Rutschman, and it's convenient because it kind of seems like everything changed when 
Adley Rutschman came to the Orioles a season ago. Number one pick in the 2019 draft. Orioles called up Adley Rutschman last year. They were 16-24, and 24, and they ended the season 83-79. and 79. And now, as you mentioned, they're 17 games over. So with Adley Rutschman, the Orioles are 29 games over 500. Um, that's one of the reasons. Uh, no doubt his presence, his leadership, his ability to manage a game behind the plate, his ability to get on base, to extend the lineup. But the thing that stands out to me about this team is, honestly, and it's not maybe a super sexy answer, is player development. There's a narrative nationally that's spurred by Adley Rutschman and by Gunnar Henderson, who was the Orioles pick in 2019, their second pick, that the Orioles are this exciting, youthful team. And here are the kids from the farm system, and they're driving the rebuild. That's only partly true. Uh, The Orioles' best hitter right now by batting average and by OPS among qualified hitters is Austin Hayes. He made his big league debut in 2017. Cedric Mullins was the team's best player before he got hurt. He's come back in the last week. Uh, He debuted with the Orioles in 2018. Anthony Santander is their leading home run hitter. He debuted with the Orioles in 2017. So these are guys who have actually been around for a while, been through the lean years. And I give a lot of credit to the coaching here, to the player development. Brandon Hyde is the Orioles manager. He's been here in his fifth year. With a lot of these teams that go through these massive rebuilding projects, we saw it in Houston, we saw it with the Cubs, there's a caretaker sort of manager, and he gets the first few years, and then the adults in the room take over. Brandon Hyde's been here since the start of this teardown in 2019, and most of the coaching staff has been here at least four years as well. So that's not like an overnight sensational answer, um, with the exception of a couple of guys in Adley and Gunner. It is honestly a testament to patience to organizational vision um and to to developing players that have been here for a long time and it's not necessarily the you know the kind of get rich quick fix that maybe some other teams have kevin brown calls orioles games also on espn he joins us this morning on the show one of the best stories in baseball is the orioles at the midway point of the season 17 games over 500, second place the American League East, a very good division behind only the Rays. It is a wonderful baseball town and a wonderful baseball ballpark. What is it like to call games in Camden when the games matter and the city has woken, awoken again for the O's? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got the job in 2019. Well, I got I – got- not the, the lead TV job. I started doing some, some part-time work on radio in 2019. And the first game I called in 2019 was a home game against the Oakland A's. That game had an attendance of 6,585 fans. Ooh. Sorry, that game had an, an announced attendance <laughs> of 6,585 fans, which was at the time until you know COVID and we had zero fans was the lowest attended game in the history of the ballpark and uh, it may still be to be so honest. they so they it's wanted to break COVID. you in with a big game obviously that's right that's right <laughs> um, flash forward to this season and attendance is up somewhere in the twenty percent range from even last year so yeah. I was told when I got the job and, and I didn't grow up around the Orioles or around Baltimore I was told you know this 
will look like a Ravens town to you when you get here, but just wait until the Orioles are good. And now that the Orioles are good, like every other person that's walking their dog has an O's hat on, or Adley Rutschman <laughs> t-shirt, you know, or, or, or the dog has an orange bandana on. Um, there's a real enthusiasm for baseball. You know, it's a, it's a town with two pro sports or major pro sports, obviously the Ravens and, and the Orioles. Everybody here is an Orioles fan. Everybody loves this team. Camden Yards is immaculate. I mean, it's 30-plus years old now, which maybe doesn't sound that old, but in the life of a major league ballpark, I mean, Turner Field made it barely to 20 years before getting replaced, so it's, it's held up immaculately well. There are going to be renovations coming in the next couple of years as well that are even going to enhance the experience, but it's, it's amazing, man. We have nights where there are 10,000 people, and it sounds like there are 30,000. And now there are more nights where there are 30,000, and it sounds like 50,000. So this is a really informed baseball town. You know, the fans here are, are serious diehards because obviously when the Nationals came in in 2005, the greater DMV area had its baseball love diluted. The people who stuck with the Orioles at the time have still stuck with the Orioles through all the tough times. And they are full-throated every night now and ready to support this team. Because like you said, it is one of the best stories in baseball, and that is not lost on the people here, a lot of whom you know, were season ticket holders coming through the lean years in 18 and 19 and 21. So, yeah, it's a party every night at Camden Yards. The best. Absolute best. What a great baseball town. What a great baseball story. And a great baseball broadcaster. Kevin Brown joining us this morning on the show. O's play-by-play. My man, good to finally connect. Keep killing it. We'll talk again later on in the season when you guys are in the middle of the pennant race in September. Yeah, I'll try not to sleep through that one. Thank you. September. Thank you. Thank you. All right, buddy. Kevin Brown joining us this morning on the show, and I love O's fans. Now, I have a personal connection because of Little Mo, and Mo obviously from Baltimore, and Mo was an O's fan, and I've seen what O's fans believe in Mo and see in Mo and remember about Mo and Baltimore residents in general, what they've done to Mo to remember him and to salute him and to honor him. So of course I've seen the very best of people from Baltimore, but just from a strictly sports sense, O's fans are amazing because just as Kevin Brown said, they didn't leave to go become Nats fans because the Nats were immediately better because the Nats spent all of this money. And there are plenty of reasons O's fans could have bailed because of Peter Angelos. And being a spendthrift and being callous and cold and cable deals and all of this stuff that could have easily pushed you away. And they stuck it out because it's a great baseball town. It's always been just a great sports town dating back to the Baltimore Colts and the love affair with the Colts and then the love affair with the Orioles and the Orioles way being the model franchise throughout the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And people don't remember this, but being an Oriole meant you were part of basically a Yankee or a Dodger-type franchise that was always the best run, the best developed, the best farm system. And they competed for World Series for basically 30 years. And O's fans that are old enough remember that. And O's fans that are old enough have passed it down to their kids. And O's fans deserve a winner. And that ballpark is still a gem. 
it's amazing when you think about it. The oldest ballparks in baseball off the top of my head are going to be Wrigley, Fenway, Dodger Stadium, and then Camden maybe. It might be guaranteed rate uh, for the White Sox. I think that was built right before Camden. I think that was 91. Camden was 92. But you're talking about Camden's probably the top five, one of the top five old, well, the Oakland Ro- Coliseum. Rogers Center in Toronto. Right around that time. Yeah, you're right. right. Sky Dome was built in 88 or 89, yeah. something like that. Angel Stadium is fourth oldest. Okay. The Coliseum, Oakland, is fifth oldest. Okay. And then you're right. It's probably going to be Sky Dome. And, and because they didn't play baseball, Tropicana Field. Hmm. Oh, that was built that long ago. Two years before Camden Yards. Camden was wow. only built in 92. Right. So it's still a top 10 oldest ballpark. Yeah. And if you count the Trop, which didn't have baseball until 98... The trop is a little older. Now, now think about how it's aged. <laughs> Every Angels fan would rather have a new stadium. Every White Sox fan, well, they've gone through a lot of facelifts and renovations. They've actually made the White Sox ballpark cool now. But Rogers Center feels dated, and the trop is wildly dated, and Camden Yard still is an amazing ballpark that they, a little facelift here, a little addition there, and they're good to go. Rogers Center, though, has gotten a pretty significant yes. facelift this year. I don't know what the rest of the building is actually like for fans, yeah, but I, the field looks nice. I will and they say redid, this. they redid the bullpens yeah. entirely. Changed I went in 2015, I think, or 14. I was shocked to find, stunned to a news in person, Rogers Center, I did not find to be a dump. Did not find to be a right. dump. Right. Like you thought it was a dump. Right. It doesn't like look great on TV, but when I got there, I'm like, this is actually a very nice, clean ballpark. Yeah, they put some money into that. Yeah. I would I would love to be there October when it's when it's yeah, it's yeah. packed. For sure. And the roof's open on a nice, beautiful, crisp Saturday, October yeah. afternoon. When Woo! Did, when did Progressive Field open? That was right around Camden Yard's time too. That's right. Progressive's ninety four. That was so so right, right after. And, and obviously said, Angel Steam's an archaic dump too. Yeah. Yeah. And in Cleveland, was that now progressive? Yeah, they took their yeah. they they took the essence of what they did at Camden. And everybody said, "Oh, now let's do retro ballparks." Camden was the first, and everything after that tried to replicate that. Kauffman Stadium's been in that location for oh, a while, but they've done a big update That's right. there. Kauffman's the sixth oldest, seventy-three, yeah. Yeah. but and they're building a new one. Are they? Oh yeah, they've they've. They're announcing the site soon ah. of the next stadium. Won't be right on the same site. It'll be. In Kansas City proper, so to speak. And then there's a suburban spot as well. And they I'm want to play there by which. Yeah, by twenty twenty eight at the latest. On Patrick Mahomes Boulevard. <laughs> Final update. We got Greg Caserta. And guys, we've got an update straight out of the Tom Doyle School of Broadcasting. Oh. Leading with tennis and Boyle love forty year olds. Venus Williams. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Got you, buddy. Venus Williams, an American treasure, is beginning her 24th Wimbledon on Monday against 2019 semifinalist Alina Svitolina from Ukraine. Williams is now 43, has played just five matches this season. Svitolina, who returned to the tour in April, took time off to have a baby. Both were given wild cards by the All-England Club. Friday's draw also put two-time winner Andy Murray up against wild card entry Ryan Penniston. In an all-British first-round matchup, and yes, it's spelled exactly how you think. Richard Dick Gasquet is ranked number 49 in the world and will face fellow Frenchman Quarantine Moutet on Monday. Back to baseball, and the Dodgers roasted the Rockies 14-3 to last night, despite Dave Roberts calling out his team for having a bad stomach bug that had a lot of players running to the bathroom. 
It's contagious. I, I think it works, kind of cuts both ways. Roberts credited the team's training staff for helping several players deal with their own cases of the Mraz whoopsies. It was really bleak as far as potentially playing. Yeah, it's going to be a late night, but we'll sleep a lot better. We all will. <laughs> Mookie Betts and Jason Hayward each doubled twice. J.D. Martinez, four hits and four ribbies, including his 19th home run. Martinez and Freddie Freeman have both crossed 300 career home runs this season. Freddie also over 2,000 hits now, still just 33 years old. Maybe our last great hope at 3,000 hits for this current crop of guys not in their early 20s. Bogues, great baseball mind. Will we ever see another 3,000 hit? Yeah, but it will okay. be Freddie Freeman. Okay. You, it will or it won't? We will. But it won't be it Freeman. It will not be Freddie Freeman. Yes. Caserta? I think he will. You think Freeman gets there? I think three. he gets there. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm with I Bogues. Don't... I don't think he gets there, but I think we will see another 3K yeah. hitter. I don't think Freeman has a prayer. Okay. I don't think He needs 200 it. hits for the next six years. Five years. Five years. Yeah, or like 160 for the next six, which that feels a little more possible. I look at it this way. Joey Votto is 39 and he has just over 2,100 hits. Or and right? I think he's right under no, 2,100. He might not have even hit 2,000. No, he does. He does? Yeah. He has like 2,100. But he's then. 39. He's yeah. six years older. And he's been one of the great hitters for a decade. And if Freeman stays healthy, then he'll have a legit shot, I think. He's he got 20, 2,098. Right. Not yes. enough people yeah. play every day anymore. Right. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Too many days off. Mentioned some of the all-star names before, and it's the Texas Rangers leading the way with four starters. That's a franchise record. That will include Jonah Heim, Josh Young, Corey Seager, and Marcus Simeon. Elsewhere in the AL West, Shohei Otani did it again. Graveman's two-strike pitch. Shohei swings at that one and lifts a high fly ball. That's deep, and that's going to go in left center. He just hit one out. His fourth home run in this series. Terry Smith on Angels Radio calling Otani's Major League leading 29th of the season in a 9-7 loss to the White Sox. Mike Trout was the best player on the planet for several years, says his teammate is not of this earth. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Um, it's, yeah, we're witnessing something we'll never see it, we will never see again. And it's, uh, you know, I'm getting front row seats, you know, on deck watching it. It's, uh, it's pretty special what he's doing. That I think was that's also- right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that we won't see this in our lifetime again. I mean, a guy will do both again. Right. No one's going to be the best home run hitter and an ace. Well, I kind of feel like we have to hope that we don't see it again. Because it'll make it less special what Otani's doing. It's Mm kind of like tennis. I mean, like, when I was covering my first guy out of college in 2002, that was the beginning of Federer. And you're like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. What is he doing? And then as he was doing it, Nadal started to catch up, and all of a sudden now there's Djokovic, and it's – on one hand, it's amazing we had three guys concurrently doing that, but then we also didn't really get a chance to celebrate them enough, probably individually, because they kept having competition. Like yep. if there's another Otani in ten years, or as he's finishing, somebody else starts doing it again, it's going to feel a little it, less you're valuable. Right, but it could go the opposite, where other guys will do it, but won't be nearly as great at both. Like we, I think we'll see more uh, more pitchers, starting pitchers, bat DH. If they let guys right. do it. Teams being more open yeah. to people doing it. But this. nobody's going to yeah. be a 56-home run hitter and the ace of the staff. It's right. exactly what happened when Seth Rogen came out with Observe and Report, and it was like yeah. Mall Cop, but mm-hmm. it was never going to be as good as Mall Cop. <laughs> You're right. But it was too soon <laughs> after Mall Cop breathe. came out. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the cop I was thinking of too. <laughs> because you wouldn't know jokers if he fell on you, but you know saying. all of the mall cop mall cop movies. It was it came out the two similar. No, I've dumped that. That we can't. You dumped it. I gotta play Pete here. No, that you can't. He can't see. He You've can't talk. You've already said gotta bang the 57. You can't also do a Jonah Heim joke. That's a special treat for the Twitchers out there. Yeah. Twitch, YouTube, and if you're watching on the, or if you're listening on the, on the stream, you got it all. If you're listening on radio, Pat Boyle just... Uh, and literally, color. as Sean is preaching, you know, patience, letting things breathe... You double up with jokes like that. Running the heels of bang the 57, you drop that. You're despicable. <laughs> but Boyle is also trying to, I think, carve out his niche here, which is... Uh, yeah. Risque. Say, yeah, risque, yeah. say anything. Yeah. I don't go for that kind of thing. Young hotshot. Yeah, it's a little little too blue for you're, my liking. You're getting the perfect combination of... Ass kissing Pat plus taking my shots, Pat. Every shift he works until his full time job is dude. It's here. a great balance. Yeah. Not necessarily a healthy balance, but a great balance. <laughs> I appreciate the yeah. heck out of it. And I'd be careful too because Pete will disqualify you over a technicality without a mm. second thought. So oh, with, right. you know, too many dump buttons and you're just out. Mike's mm. Mike's off for the final fifteen minutes. When we come back, we've got Target Demo Friday. Da CBS Sports Radio. It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the Target demo are up to. Okay, mega poundage. Listening at work from York, PA, 96.5 CBS Sports Radio. Harrisburg, Mraz can never be duplicated. Boyle is the man for the job. Already has the charismatic personality. Best radio show in the country. The Tennessee Titans. Adriana listing on the odyssey.com page. Looking forward to the weekend. I'll take any version of Boyle that Nancy wants to oil. You like that, big boy? Christopoulos Porzingis. Big Lauer is listening in Twin Falls, Idaho on Twitch. I don't want Pat to be like Mraz. There's only one. Fishing all weekend. Sturgeon, brewskis. God, we're going to miss you, Mraz. Hashtag power, power. Dan in Mechanicsburg, happy Fry DA. Caught the first hour, 96.5. We'll catch the rest on Amazon. Or better yet, YouTube. I wouldn't mind a Mraz like Boyle, but how about a Boyle like Mraz that we've been waiting on since the inception of the diet? Hashtag with bacon. Forget the bumps. Incognito man. Good Fry DA. Gang, listening from Wisco, Sirius XM 158. Mraz and Boyle turning into one another. I'm here for it. Goose. Ho, ho, ho. King Curtis, good morning, gentlemen, from windy, rainy southwest Kansas on the Odyssey app. Leave Boyle how he is. Hashtag Thunderdump. Let me be fat. Justin, coming in hot from Savannah, listening on the CBS Sports app while putting on a new side porch. I'm a little wet, a little drippy. No Mraz like Boyle, just Mraz. Hashtag gonna miss him. Hashtag meaty man boobs. Believe that. Dixieland Dan, down here in hot-ass North Mississippi on Twitch, gang. Going to have a big cookout tomorrow on the new porch with some fat-ass burgers and brats, ice-cold adult beverages. Got practice Sunday for the slow-pitch home run derby. Get hit by a bus. Hashtag it clears it. Kristen in Buffalo watching via YouTube on the main TV because it's a summer Friday for me. Thumbs down for Blob Boyle. Both Mraz and Pat have their own style that cannot be imitated. Ark Manning. Steven in South Carolina watching on YouTube in Myrtle Beach. Boyle would be great. If not, I'd be willing to negotiate oopsies in negotiations. 
stupid little dumb dumb boy. Lukewarm churro. Good morning, guys. Listening in Boise at 95.3. I think Boyle is good how he is. Brings his own flair to the show. I don't think Boyle's ready to take in a White Castle crave case or soil himself just yet in the PGP. Dog! <laughs> Hashtag Tom Doyle. Let's get to the epic fail. What did we do for the fail today? Uh, Pete Pilates Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, the best. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. I mean, maybe we have the DA show Hall of Fame ceremony there every single year. And everybody shows up and sits in the grass. Oh, please put like in like four board ops before Pete, please. <laughs> And there's Ryan Botcher who gets in <laughs> to the DA Show Hall of Fame. A tear desire. The biggest stage out there. I only worked four hours of the show, but they were the most meaningful four hours I've ever had. Wearing an Ecto Cooler t-shirt. This is a real honor. Ecto Cooler. Did you sleep in that Jurassic Park t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I truly meant no disrespect. <laughs> oh, it's so perfect. The 2025 class from the DA Show's Hall of Fame features Jay Berman. <laughs> Jay worked on the show for like six months. <laughs> Pete throwing his pen down. I just don't like him. <laughs> what am I going to get respect around here? <laughs> You're right. He once box. took off an unbelievable 84 days in 2023. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in class of 2027 Hall of Fame member, Pete the Body Bellotti. Pete, it's been an emotional time for me. And just know that the bright star of your hard work, emotion, and will to live has carried me through it. He never worked more than eight days in a row, but made a lasting impression on the show. I just don't like him. Can we clarify, I am not a shy guy. Known for his magic fingers on the drops and the, quote, days to burn. <laughs> 2027 inductee, Pete the Body Bellotti. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Cigar smoking dude listening from Kingston, Jamaica on the Odyssey app. Great to be me and not meaty moobs boil. Hashtag great show. Guys. All right. Meaty moobs boil. Senor Patleg, the only marasmus boil needs to evolve into a little more self deprecation. No need to freak out and get loud and shirtless whenever we crack on your soft, pillowy moobs. Booskies to a great weekend, everybody. How many beers ago? Uh, probably a thousand. Mariana, oh God, Kaplan, you've outdone yourself. I'm in Richmond, Virginia, Twitch gang gang. Please no Mraz Boyle. There's only one Mraz and only one Pat Boyle. My brain couldn't take it. It would be like a bad trip. You are a machine of death. A shower. What a week this was. Thanks to Sean Mraz, executive producer. A shower. Thanks to Pat Boyle on the wheels of steel. A shower. Thanks to Greg Caserta on headlines. A shower. <laughs> Thanks to Andrew Bogus along with me. With shower. Along with Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. Be good, be good to one another. See you on Monday. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.